This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, coming up a bit later in this half hour, we are going to talk about gas taxes because gas is one of the things that is costing us more starting today. Also costing us more if you enjoy a beverage, if you enjoy a beer, a glass of wine, perhaps a spirit. Well, you're paying more for that, too. And joining us on the line to talk a bit more about this is Aaron Woodrick, a federal director with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Aaron, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, we've talked about this before, and it's uh, it's kind of a two-punch, not only the tax that is going to be costing us all more starting today, and something your group has been fighting as well, the fact that this tax is going to keep going up with no discussion, no debate at all. Yeah, you know, and I don't know, Jill, if someone inside government has a dark sense of humor. I wish I could say it's an April Fool's joke, but it's April 1 is the day when this kicks in. Um, and really what it is, it's, we're calling it an escalator tax inside the government. So it's a little unusual for a tax hike in that it's automatic. So it goes up every year at the rate of inflation. It doesn't have to be reintroduced in a budget. It doesn't have to be announced by the government. And that's one of the reasons we're particularly concerned. We think it sets a very bad precedent. Um, you know, governments are going to make the case sometimes to raise taxes. Uh, we're a group that doesn't like that, but at least they make their case to the public when they do it. And when they slide it in and make it automatic, I think that takes away some of the transparency and accountability, um, you know, and governments essentially are getting away with increasing revenue without having to take uh, any hit uh, in terms of public opinion um, and, and not, not being willing to face the public. And why do you think then, or, or do you think that that's why they chose to do this on alcohol, thinking that maybe they wouldn't get as much scrutiny if you did it, say, on gasoline? Well, yes, I, I do think that's one reason. Look, they make the case that this is a this is a sort of objective way to raise taxes. Uh, you know, we call foul on that because we don't think raising taxes is objective. It's a political choice uh, that politicians make. And if, if they want to do that, they should be willing to face the music for it. So I think this is a test run. Um, you know, several officials in government have mused aloud that if this goes well, they'll look at other taxes. And that's exactly what we're afraid of, um, is them starting to take this approach with every type of tax and then being able to announce budgets without having to, to actually mention the tax increase, it will just hit people automatically. Uh, you had an email campaign or a letter writing campaign for people uh, to send uh, their opposition to this to the finance minister. What kind of a response did you get? We got a great response. I mean, we've already had thousands of uh, responses, uh, emails sent to the minister. Um, it's an ongoing campaign. People can check it out at, at noescalatortax.ca. Um, you know, we think it's very important that public, you know, the public get involved in this. Um, it, it is obviously a product that a lot of people enjoy, and it is irritating. You know, the size of the tax hike in itself this year is not that big. We certainly admit that, but it is really the principle of the matter here. Uh, we think it's important that the public make clear that it's not right for politicians to raise taxes without being transparent about it and that we certainly don't want to see this apply to other types of tax in the future. And this one in particular, because we are talking about beer, wine, and spirits, does it raise the question as well that perhaps governments also shouldn't have the monopoly when it comes to beer, wine, and spirits? That Why, why is the government meddling and making it so a winery in B.C. or Ontario or wherever can't sell directly to a consumer? They have to go through the government, the government greases its palms, taking its cut before then setting the price on what it can be sold for. Is it time? time to maybe rethink that? I certainly think so. I mean, here in Ontario, our, our liquor distribution system is, I think, absurd is the best word. I, I, I certainly know when visitors come from the United States or Europe and they, they understand we have to purchase alcohol from a government store, it seems a little bit silly and archaic. So I certainly think, uh, at the very least, they need to start rethinking that. And the other thing I point out is a lot of people don't realize how much of the price already is taxed. 
I mean, anywhere from more than half of the price of beer to up to 80% of the price, in some cases, of spirits, it actually has different types of packs. So people are really getting soaked uh, to get a drink. And, you know, it, it does reach a point where people sort of say, you know, how, how far are you going to go? Uh, I want to enjoy a beer or a glass of wine. And I'm really, I'm really just getting soaked every time. And also, it seems like in this case as well, they're hoping that maybe there would be the response of, well, it's a, it's a syntax. We all know alcohol is not good for us, so there wouldn't be as much pushback. Yeah, I certainly think that's the thinking behind the governments, whether it's tobacco, alcohol, and of course, uh, marijuana in your future. Um, look, I understand the, the argument there, but even if you're going to do that, our point is you need to be transparent about it. If you want to raise taxes on people, you have to tell them and you have to make your case for it. You can't just slide it in one year and then reap the benefits for decades thereafter. Well, and I think, too, uh, in B.C., uh, and we're talking about this actually coming up, but not only it's not only spirits and, and beer and wine, it's gasoline, it's our hydro bills. Uh, we are being hit today with a lot of tax increases. And we even had a premier in B.C. who said he doesn't think that British Columbians will begrudge paying a bit more for gasoline, which to me sounds very out of touch because it's not just the one thing. We're all looking at it, the bigger picture. Yeah, it's certainly, Jill, the death of a thousand cuts. Uh, I think, uh, General, I mean, look, we're a, we're a bias because we're a pro-low tax group. But I think even people who are prepared to pay more in tax, they're only willing to do so on the condition that they see value for money. So what happens when, you know, British Columbians, Ontarians start paying more tax, um, but they don't see better roads, they don't see better hospitals, they don't see better schools? They start to question, and I think rightly so, why are we paying more and more and being squeezed more and more, but we don't really see that reflected in an improvement of public services? Well, and uh, I don't know if you've covered or been following along, but uh, you're right. And here in BC, we have, a, or in Metro Vancouver, our Metro Vancouver board just voted themselves a pay raise and a retroactive retirement allowance that's going to cost about half a million dollars. And that's half a million dollars that taxpayers worked really hard to to pay and don't like, I think, from the reaction I've seen, that with a stroke of a pen, these politicians can vote themselves to take more of it. Yeah, I can't think, I've certainly followed that particular story. And, you know, I can't think of anything more tenured and out of touch than politicians giving themselves a hefty raise, you know, without much scrutiny. Uh, at, at this time and place, I think it's very difficult for people to swallow that. A lot of people are struggling. All they see is their tax bill going up and the cost of living rising, especially in places like the greater Vancouver area. Uh, and so for politicians to do something like that, I think it's just completely offside with, with public sentiment. All right, Aaron, we'll leave it there. We're out of time, but I appreciate you being with us on this Easter Sunday. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me and happy Easter to everyone. All right, thanks so much. That is Aaron Woodrick, Federal Director with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. We're going to talk more about this. In the next segment, we're going to talk gas prices because, as we mentioned, it's not just alcohol that is going up in price today. Gas, uh, we're expecting it to hit a buck sixty a litre. Yes, that is not an April Fool's Day joke, but we're going to talk about that. And later on in the program, we'll have plenty of time to take your calls because that is going to be the subject of today's open line segment as well. Are we being taxed to death? As Aaron mentioned, death by a thousand cuts. And to have a premier says he, saying he doesn't think people will begrudge a few pennies. Well, it's not just a few pennies. It's a lot more than that. We will talk about taxes going up when we return. Stick with us here on CKNW. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, 
TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.